0: St Martin's School Radio.
1: Johnny Albert. Little Messi! Oh my goodness. Little Messi does it again. He's superhuman. Builder. Can he tee up someone in red? And he goes towards Hill Soccer trying to help Orien Robin! They are still bired! It's a sharing up! Of... I'm so it's it! Manchester United have reached the promise land! The two... Welcome
0: to the C. Martin EFL show, our first ever EFL show after 38 days summer break. And uh, five weeks after the 369 uh, la- 2009-20 season It all starts up again with the Championship, League 1 and League 2 I'm joined with a special guest today Alex Dearsley, Cardiff fan Who's going to be telling us What's been going on in the Championship This weekend with a special um, Report, but as we said Long season it was last year There's many new teams in it It's gone up and down But we'll start off with the championship. We started off on Friday night as Watford played Middlesbrough. Craig Cathcart scored after 11 minutes for the Hornets to go um, 1 0 one or win that, sorry, 1 0. Um, it was a very good opening performance from Watford against a very good Middlesbrough side who probably are going to challenge to the playoffs this year. Um, I did say to Sean, who we had on a few weeks ago, that Joe Pedro looked really good, especially getting man the match and then uh, Don. Dominique Squino as well who was once linked with Barcelona when he was at West Ham but very good um, very good player Alex do you think Watford will um, go up now after seeing that performance and will Middlesbrough get play
1: uh, it's very early to say in the season after one game I think Watford obviously one of the favourites to go up with the squad they've got but after one game, I honestly don't think you can make any decisions about any league at all, unfortunately. It's, it's such a long season, the Championship is it's crazily long and tough. So, uh, yes, I think I think Watford will go up at the end of the season, but um, who knows?
0: It is very interesting, especially on the middles side, they've got Neil Warnock, who's had a lot of success with um, going up, and obviously he had that success at um, Cardiff, but you know what I, we said a few weeks ago that Watford were, I think, one of the favourites to go up, and they should go up even that, that, like we said they've got Glenn Murray in their ranks, they've got um, Yao Pedro's looking very good. Um, yeah, they were um, sat the early Saturday game. It was two, but one was live on Sky. Birmingham played Brentford. Now there's been a lot of talk with Brentford transfers after obviously they lost the playoff final last year. Um, I know Said Ben Rama um, has gone to, uh, well, he's been linked to Crystal Palace and West Ham, heavily interested there. And he was left out of that game against Birmingham. And um, David Ray, another one as well, that Brentford said they only won a loan deal if they were to let him go. So they got well, a permanent deal, but they want him to loan back. And you know, Arsenal were interested in him. Um, Brentford last season, Alex obviously lost to Fulham in that playoff final. Is it going to be one of them seasons? Do you think where it's um, well, it's going to be a hangover, or do you expect them to
1: bounce back strong? No, I think they have got a good manager and the club is set up well. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to challenge as much as they did last year. I'll be honest. They've lost Ollie Watkins now to Villa, um, and you said that Barama is going to be on his way out. I think to, to Crystal Palace by the looks of things. So. To replace those two is very, very difficult, but um, no, I think they'll do okay. I still think they'll be one of the strongest teams of the Championship. You know, I know they lost to, to, to Birmingham, which was a bit of a shock, but again, one game, it doesn't make a season, so I think they're going to be there or thereabouts. I'm not sure where, but uh, definitely top half.
0: Yes, yeah, they do have, over the years, they have had a, a lot of success with bringing players through and then selling them on, but like you said, Ben Rahm is probably going to leave. He is probably... Premier League definitely quality after what he did last year. I think he had the most assists in the league, actually. And as you said, Ollie Watkins' most goals. But, you know, Brentford will be a, a good a good uh, challenge next year. and um, Well, this year, sorry. I, I don't think they'll go up automatically. I think, like you said, it's going to be very tight for the playoffs this year. Um, another team that went up, Wickham Wanderers, they made their debut in the Championship. wasn't the best to start for them, really. They lost in the 92nd minute to Rotherham. Um, Obviously, they, Rotherham, probably both of them, you'd expect to be at the bottom. So, it's a clash of of probably the bottom in that game. Um, We're going to move on to your team now, Alex, Cardiff City. Um, What can I say? Sheffield Wednesday started off, I think, on minus 12 points um, after they had a points deduction last year. uh, Well, yeah, last season. Um, because um, they've been in EF, breaking EFL regulations. Wasn't um, the best start, Alex. Can you expect Cardiff to bounce back from this?
1: No, no, no. Like, like I said at previous shows, uh, Cardiff haven't got a very good team. Uh, you've got to be honest about it. We're, we're not very attacking. But I think this 12 point deduction is a bit of a red herring. Sheffield Wednesday are a, are a decent team, so it doesn't matter about the 12 points deduction. It has nothing to do with the actual playing squads and the, and the, and, and the actual quality they've got in their squad. But Cardiff were absolutely abysmal. i would just never seen a, a performance like that for an opening day. They looked like so slow and jaded. It was It was frightening. And what was really strange about the game, we had more possession, but we just didn't do anything with it. Absolutely shocking. I, I just don't know where we go from here, to be honest. I, I, I just don't think we've got any chance of um, of doing anything this year. It's just going to be um, getting in the middle of a table and planning for next season, unfortunately.
0: Um, well, I didn't see the game live, only saw the highlights and the chances on the soccer special showed. And it was a lot of chances for Cardiff. I Sean Morris and Adair dad, he skied over the bar. There were a few, other, a few other chances they should have scored. And Junior Hoylet as well. It was just, like you say, Cardiff had the most possession, which obviously we watched a lot of the games last year, which was quite surprising. They just couldn't do anything with it. But you can't take away how good Sheffield Wednesday were. Um, Windass scored after four minutes and then Jordan Rhodes again. But one of the other talking points off the bit is obviously we've been talking about is Nathaniel Mendez-Lang. Now for the people that don't know, Cardiff released this statement last week saying Cardiff City Football Club was um, with immediate effect terminated the contract of Nathaniel Mendez-Lang. The club will be making no further comment on this matter. Now um, a few days after, three days after um, his management team, 1511 management um they represent him. They wished a statement, um they released a statement on his behalf saying, Following on from well, this was last week, today's announcement, I've left Cardiff City FC. I would like to place on the record many thanks to the fans for their support that they've shown me over the past three years. I will be making no further comment at this time. There's been a lot of talk whether it's been um you know, they haven't confirmed it yet, whether it was drink driving, it's been drugs, he's had a falling out. He, he's done something wrong. Um, Obviously, to breach a contract and considering the wages he is on, which is, I think, the Ditsy won the most at Cardiff. Can you expect him to get another club,
1: Alex? No, absolutely not. I, I, I think he's going to be serving some sort of prison sentence because I don't think they would have sacked him unless it was really serious. And unfortunately, I don't know what he's done. There's been plenty of rumours, which I don't want to comment on, because I don't know which ones are true. But no, I, I think he'll struggle now. And he's one of these players, like a lot of the Cardiff players, he's great one game and he's totally anonymous the next 3 So I'm not I'm not that concerned that he's gone, to be honest. are yeah, good riddance.
0: Yeah, he, he's, as you said, he has, he has been hot and cold. He did well towards the end of the season. He's had, he did, when he started, he had a few good games in the Premier League. I know the last day he scored twice against Man United. Uh, he's, like you said, he's whatever he's done, it he must be serious to release him and say he's breached the contract because you don't see many footballers. When they do get released, it says by mutual consent, but Neil Harris saying after as well that it was an easy decision from the club. And well it's... Not one of them decisions where you think, right, we don't need you anymore because you could probably get money for him actually. So
1: Oh he's, must... a, he's definitely gonna be a loss. I'm not stating he's not gonna be a loss, because I, mean, I think he is a good player, but again, consistency wise he was he was he was poor and as I said, whatever he's done. Um I think he obviously deserved to be sacked by the songs, I think, so it's gotta move on now. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. One of the players that
0: Cardiff bought in. Maybe they did know about this Mendes line before. Well, they obviously probably did before we got um, releases. They bought in Shea Ojo on a season loan from um, Liverpool. Good sign. Good young signing for the squad, especially with Mendes line gone
1: now. Yeah, I think so. I gotta give gotta give the boy a chance. He's you know he's he's improving, I suppose, at this championship level. Played for Rangers, he did quite well. Um, so I think yeah, definitely give him a chance We'll see what happens. At the end of the day, loan signing. Sometimes we're not very successful over the years with Cardiff, but this one could be could be different. Just hoping hoping he's going to settle in quickly and get the ball to Kiefer Moore so he can he can score a few. To be honest, but obviously that didn't happen on Saturday. But like I said, one game doesn't make a season. Yeah, Keith, Keithy
0: is um, probably a big sign for the championship. Obviously, he can hold the ball up. He's not just one of them older players. He can do it off the ball, and he's obviously done it for. Then for Wales, we are a few outs. Will Vokes has been linked with um, Preston North End. Do you, can you see that one happening, Alex?
1: Vokes going I hope to not, because I think, I think Will Vokes has been quite good for Cardiff. He's got a lot of energy. He's done quite well. Obviously, people go on about his long throw, which is which is part of his game. But he, no, he's decent. I'd be quite disappointed to see him go. He is one of the most consistent players we've got. But again, if he's not going to be guaranteed first team football, especially with the Euros coming up this year, I'm, I'm assuming he, he would move on. So it would be interesting. But I hope I hope he stays.
0: Now um, another another quick one as well. He was absolutely brilliant in the Premier League. I thought probably. Outside of the top six, he must have been one of the best keepers. Neil Etheridge, gone to Birmingham. Are you disappointed with that, or was it unexpected that
1: he was going to leave this summer? No, I'm not disappointed at all. Um, I know a, a few fans have been disappointed. I have had a few discussions about this on some of the social media platforms, but again, I think Smithies has, has, has done nothing wrong whatsoever. I'm not saying that he's a better keeper there, Etheridge. Not saying Etheridge is a better keeper than Smithies, but I just think with Smithies, he hasn't made one mistake since he's come in, and he's made some cracking saves. And I think on the whole, it's a like-for-like like swap. So no, not that disappointed. He's gone, to be honest. He did really well in the Premier League, but. Unfortunately, he had a lot of practice in the Premier League with the <laughs> amount of um, shots he had to stop. Um, but I think Smithies has been absolutely brilliant since he came in. I, I wouldn't I couldn't fault the guy at all.
0: As as you said, he has played. I think did he play pretty much all the Championship games last year? He's played the other day against Sheffield um,
1: Sheffield Wednesday. But yeah, can if you, expect, you remember. Go on. If if you remember, Neil Hefford, got injured on the first opening day of the Championship season last year, and he never got right. back in. No. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. and no, not disappointed to see him go, because I think he has to play first team football. Don't blame the guy at all, you know, like to thank him for what he's done for Cardiff. But no, I'm quite happy he got Smith-E's in goal. I like the guy. Yeah, and can you see any more
0: rivals, or do you think departures is now what you feared, or what your personal instinct is?
1: Well, we look at that we're looking for a midfielder, because again, Tomlin is not fit, which is a problem for us, because he's the only player we cannot replace, and he's the only player with a top-quality to create chances for us. But I have heard that Dion, uh, Dion Sanderson is, is going to be with uh, joining again because he's not part of the Wolves' plan this year, which I think will be a decent signing. But I can't see many more coming in at the moment, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's a strange transfer window this year. and uh, Unfortunately, we missed out on Gareth Bale, which is uh, a bit of a disappointment.
0: <laughs> it is. As you
1: said, it is. Especially with the Championship
0: teams and you look at Cardiff and Know a lot of players. Um, we we're going to talk more on him. Like James Garner. I know we had the chat about him before that he was linked with Cardiff and Swansea, and then um, apparently he was down to Socia and I was at Man United to decide where he went. And then apparently yesterday Watford put a late bid in, and so he went to Watford there. So, <laughs> don't know about the um ins, ins and outs there. Um, now they were also on Saturday, Derby County, they played. Um, they played Reading at home. They lost um two 0 They did um where it was the hundred and twenty fifth anniversary of um Derby's first game at their old baseball grounds they wore come out shirt share for that. But sadly for them they couldn't um couldn't really well celebrate it in a good way. They lost as we said, two nil. Rooney was on the bench. Um they had uh, Lucas Jow scoring over Jario, another Liverpool um Youngster Um, Derby this year. Now towards the end of the season, Alex, they were strong and they didn't, and then they fell off again after the Cardiff defeat. Can you expect Derby to push on? Now they've got they've signed Sibley and Bird on long year deals, but despite selling a few other players.
1: I think with Derby again is consistency. They don't. They never seem to put a consistent run together. They they're, they're either in or out. They're either. Winning games or losing games, then it's never in between with them. So I think they'll, again, they'll be the earlier about for the playoffs at the end of the season, definitely with the quality they've got. But again, it's the consistency, and if they haven't got it in the championship, they, they won't go up again, unfortunately.
0: As, as we said, they Rooney Rooney was off the bench, he come on on the 63rd minute. So I don't know whether that was a fitness thing or I think, well, I think they did say he was injured because he did manage in the soccer way. So Hopefully for Derby's sake he'll come back because he probably is one. Do you reckon he's one of the best players in the championship still?
1: No, without a doubt. Well, on, on his day, we all know he can what he can do. He's if we were brutally honest, he could probably still play in the Premier League at the at the lower end of the Premier League. He's, he's got such qualities, but um, again, I think fitness is going to be a problem for him because um, I don't think he looks after himself like he should. But fingers crossed for Derby because I think if he if he stays fit right throughout the season, they definitely got a chance.
0: Yeah, I and mean, as you said um, there, few of the other results we talked about, Luton the other week, possibly going for the playoffs. Well, they started off in brilliant uh, fashion. They won away at Barnsley um, 1-0. Newly promoted Bournemouth, uh, newly relegated sorry, Bournemouth. They were in a um, very tuss- a tight tussle in their first game. They just about won against Blackburn at the Vitality Stadium 3-2. Um, Jack Stacey Lerma. Part of getting the goals there. Um, Armstrong getting one for Blackburn as well. So, are they another one you expect to go up this season, Alex, with Watford? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I,
1: Do you, I, you
0: don't expect?
1: I, well, yeah, I expect them to go up, but I, I, I got a feeling Bournemouth might have to go through the playoffs. Got a sneaky suspicion mm. that they might go back up, but it'll be through the playoffs, not automatic. I don't think they've Obviously, got the, um, the, the, you know, with the manager leaving, it's, it, it is different. They haven't lost a huge amount of players. I know they really lost Wilson and Fraser, but I still think that they've got enough quality to get to the playoffs. And I, got, I fancy Bournemouth to have a, have a long run into the playoffs and possibly go back up that way. And they got, and as you said, they've sold
0: Wilson um, and Fraser there. Now another one, um, Josh King, he was linked, once linked to Man United last deadline day. Um, he's been linked with a 16 million pound move to Villa, which is looking more likely as the days to go on. So another one they've lost, but as you said, they I can't see him. Going, I can't see him personally going up either way. I think they will probably get playoffs, possibly. I, I can't see him going up and any other way. But as you said, it's the first game you can't really judge who goes up on um, first day back. Been another team that were in and around it last year. You know Tony Mowbray's a great manager, so. They could be um, in and around it. Um, Some yeah, of the other results. Bristol City beat um, newly promoted Coventry 2-1. Um, Coventry in the championship for the first time since 2000 and 2010. Um, Bristol City actually went ahead after one. And then Dallas, Czech Public International scored late on. Um, in that one, uh, Norwich started off... Um, Probably one of the favourites to go up as well. They won away 1-0 at Huddersfield. Um, Himo Pookie, uh, sorry, looked really bad in that game and got an assist. Um, they should have won more, honestly. Um, Millwall drew with Stoke nil Um Can't really say much more now. Stoke has definitely strengthened. They're going to be up there this year. Um, Alex, is second favourite team, Swansea, won 1-0 away um Preston Morgan Gibbs White getting his first goal as he joined on. Could be one of the signings of signs of the season from Wolves, which you can't really argue with. I know they've um so had yeah, a few youngsters over the years. Rian Brewster won, but he's probably going to the Premier League teams now. Um but we'll have to wait and see with Swansea and QPR beat Nottingham Forest 2-0 on um on the Saturday games there. So that, I think that was all. Um that was the weekend games in the championship. As um, we go into League One then, a um, lot of stories in um, League One. Um, yeah, League One, sorry. You add um, a few rally. Wigan, who got relegated last year, they went into um, administration and um they played I think Ipswich on the Sunday we'll talk about. Ips uh, see these are the results from League One. Accrington beat Peterborough 2-0, Charlton won 2-0 at crew. Obviously they got relegated from the championship last year. Doncaster drew with MK Dorns 1-1. Uh, Fleetwood beat Burton 2-1 and it was a mad situation at that game. Um, that obviously these games are being played behind closed doors as they were for Game Week One. Um, but there was out apples on the pitch now um, at Fleetwood's ground. If you haven't seen it, um, the stands not that big, so uh, there were fans outside. But as I said um, on Soccer Special, that they'd never they've never seen a game, professional game in the FL being stopped for apples on the pitch, which is. Quite mad, actually, when um, when you think about it. Um, Hold it, you were um, favourites to win the League One title. They won 2-0 away at Gillingham. Lincoln beat Oxford 2-0. Northampton drew Wimbledon 2-2. Plymouth beat Blackpool 1-0. Portsmouth drew with Shrewsbury 0-0. Another favourite team to go up Portsmouth. Sunderland um, started disappointingly against Bristol Rovers and League Two champions last season, Sw- uh, Swindon beat Rochdale 2-1 on Sunday Um, in the other game live on Sky was Ipswich 2 Wigan 0, Ipswich um, getting off to a good start, they're another team that have um, won the favourites to go up, so League 1 is always quite interesting, especially with a few other um, big teams in it, Um, League 2 was full of new stories, see Barrow getting promoted um, back, it was a nice gesture from Morecambe actually that um, Barrow didn't even play Morecambe but Morecambe did pay for a, a flag to go over the stadium on a plane saying welcome back to the um, Football League for Barrow and I don't know the story of Barrow that um, they they were in League 2 or I think it was Division 2 it was called um, at the time and they returned after a 48 year absence this season they were um, well, well voted out in them days in 1972 and obviously half a century later they won um, the National League a great story for them to be back um, do you remember the days when they voted for teams to go out of the EFL Alex or Division 4 as it was called in them days
1: yes that was my glory days yes yes you <laughs> remember all that it was all all right football was so different then For the people
0: that don't know, um, why, why, for example, would teams get voted out of the Football League instead of just getting relegated nowadays?
1: I think it was all to do with the ground safety, you know, um, trouble on the terraces was 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 rife in those days. It was it was all a bit of a political game, I think. To be honest, it wasn't the best things to do, but I think it wasn't monitored as much these days as it is now. Obviously, buying a football club, you go through all these checks. Years ago, anyone could buy them, and it was I don't think anyone knew what was going on financially. So it was a bit of a disaster. It was um, it was quite sad on a lot of clubs, and I still feel sad now, and I. This is where I think, obviously, me and you will disagree, you lot being a, a, a youngsters. The modern football just doesn't look after the clubs. I've noticed that there's a club, um, was it Akron, one of the other clubs I think, Morecambe were in trouble. No one seems to worry about these clubs, but for me, if you don't have these clubs in League 1, League 2, and the non-league uh, pyramid, football just completely dies, and I think it has to be looked at. The money has to be pushed down to help these clubs that are in trouble with, with the money and the huge TV rights that are in the Premier League. I know many people might not agree, but I, I just think we have to look after the smaller clubs, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's as simple as that for me.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you there, obviously we've been together to a lot of non-league um, grounds, and League 2, and you've probably done half of the Football League over the years with Cardiff. Yeah, um, yeah. So, as, as you said, it is, it is a sad sight, I know a lot of people obviously listening to the, uh, the show do support, including myself, obviously we support Premier League teams, but like you said it is, It is nothing, and without these League One and Two teams, obviously, sadly, we saw Barry go out of business last year. We almost saw Bolton go out, and like how big a club Bolton are. They've been in the Europa League the past few years, or the UEFA Cup, or whatever, and they've been in the Premier League top seven. So, you have got to look at these clubs and say, especially with this pandemic, that clubs... I know every business is struggling. I know even... Some of the top primary League clubs are like Man United and whatever. I know Chelsea aren't really spending all the money, but you have got to look at them and think they do need Bailey and out a little from possibly you could argue the top teams. You know, a lot of debate goes into that whether the likes of Man United or Man City should support the likes of I mean, Barry, but it's a de- de- debate for probably another day. But um, Barrow started off really well. Um, Until the 85th minute, actually, where they give away a penalty, and Stevenage, who just about survived relegation last year because Macclesfield had point deductions and they were actually bottom for the majority of League Two, but they stayed up um, and they drew 1-1 with Barrow Um, in the um, League uh, other League Two games. Bolton lost at home to Forest Green Um, 1-0. Bolton probably one of the favourites to go up from League Two this year. Now they've obviously had financial struggles, but it was a nice story about Forest Green, that Armor footballer Hector Bellerin um, has brought the second largest uh, largest share into the um, League 2 team, and I know the Gloucestershire um, team, Forest Green, have been recognised by FIFA and the United Nations as the world's most environmentally friendly club, and they've become full vegan, and vegan in 2015, and it's just gone up from there, the world's first carbon team, so they are a very green club there, um, and they started off very well against um, Bolton. The other results in um, League 2, then Bradford drew Colchester 0-0. Cambridge beat Carlisle 3-0. Morecambe, as we said, that nice gesture to Barrow. They won away at Cheltenham 2-1. Mansfield drew with and 0-0. Oldham lost at home to Lytton Orient 1-0. Portville beat Crawley 2-0. Salford beat Exeter 2-2. Uh, sorry, Drew with Exeter uh, 2-2. Scunthorpe crew in Newport County 1-1, Southend lost at home to Harrogate um, 4-0, it was a remarkable story for them, they've been in the AFL for the first time after 106 years, um, 41 days after they beat Notts County at um, Wembley in the playoff final, so they started off um, really well in um, in that one and then Wolves beat Grimby 1-0 but we do talk about whether fans can go back um there were meant to be fans at Cambridge Carlisle um 2,000 fans there but the um UK government and Boris Johnson reduced it to 1,000 but obviously at that time that was on the Thursday I think Cambridge had already sold the 2,000 tickets so they cancelled that um I know the EFL trophy which i will touch on later um they had fans there, so that was the um, games on the weekend. Um, obviously, as we said, the League Cup and the FL Trophy have um, been going on. Um, in the League Cup, uh, when was it? Last start of towards the start of um, August, and it, we touched on Cardiff. They were playing Northampton. It was very much um, a few upsets actually in um, in there. All the results. Twenty eighth of August, then. In a north section, this is split up into north and south. Blackburn, 1-3-2 against Doncaster in um, in that one. Just having luck flick through some of the others. Preston beat Mansfield, 4-0. Stoke, 1-on-penalties against Blackpool, 5-4. And Portsmouth, 1-3-1 on penalties against Stevenage after drawing 3-3. Millsburg beat Shrewsbury, 4-3. Burton drew with Accrington, 1-1. And on the following Saturday, um, Derby drew with Barrow nil-nil, but won 3-2 on pens. Warsaw drew with Sheffield Wednesday nil-nil, and then winning 4-2 on penalties. Barnsley won 1-0 against Forrest. Bradford won away at Bert Bolton 2-1. Lincoln won away at Crewe 2-1. Fleetwood beat Wigan 3-2. Grimsby drew with Morecambe 1-1. Morecambe winning 4-3 on penalties. Huddersfield lost at home to Rochdale. Oldham 3-0 against Carlisle. Salford drew 1-1 one, one with Rotherham, winning 4-2 on penalties. Scunthorpe um, lost at home to Port Vale 2-1. Hull won on penalties 5-4 with a beating Sunderland. London. Very high-profile match there, drawing 0-0. Nil, nil. And Harrogate won 8-7 on penalties after drawing 1-1 one, one with Tramier. In the south to finish off, Plymouth drew up, beat QPR 3-2. Millwall won 3 at Crawley. Gillian beat South End, 1-0. Bristol 2-0 against Exeter. Cambridge um, 1-1-0. Leighton Orient one away at Forest Green, 2-1. It was wins for Ipswich and Luton, um, 3-0, 3-1 against Bristol Rovers and Norwich, respectively. It was 1-0 wins for Coventry um, and Cheltenham away at MK Donson. Peter Burr, massive upset in the South Wales derby. Newport beat Swansea 2-0. Oldham drew 1-1 with Wimbledon, winning 4-3 on penalties. And Northampton beat Cardiff 3-0. As you said, Alex, you weren't really fussed on the League Cup. And uh, Reading beat Colchester 3-1. And Charlton beat Swindon 1-3-1. And on Sunday, Brentford beat Wickham 4-2 on, um, on penalties. And now an Ethan Pinnock getting Brentford's goals um, there so um, that's it for the EFL show this week um, we'll be back next week looking back at the um, second round of championship fixtures and the second round of the Carabao Cup as the Premier League teams um, join at that stage um, I know Cardiff I think you're playing Nottingham Forest on Saturday at half 12 on Sky On. That one. so good luck to Cardiff on that one hopefully you can bounce back um, with a win so uh, that's it for the EFL show Goodbye for now.
1: St. Martin's School
0: Radio.